Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast, the world's most highly anticipated trawl through the week's popular culture and entertainment, but mainly television. I'd like to have a warm welcome, have, I'd like to get a warm welcome, give a warm welcome to Stephanie Seelan, who's back from holidaying in Gran Canaria. Tanned and... Uh, sensational. Sensational as ever. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, I feel warmly welcomed. Thank you. And Steph, and Steph is joined by Kay Ribeiro, who is here, who hasn't been on holiday to anywhere. Well, except for New York, oh, which yeah. I went to the last <laughs> podcast. Great to see yeah. your memories improved. Yeah. She was, that's when she wasn't here for that. That was weeks ago. Well, I mean, she it was, was last there. week. She was so. there oh, yeah. when I was back. But I never sh- mind. I should have remembered when I was abandoned on my own. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you blocked it out because they have bad memories. Yeah, I, we're in the post awards lull, aren't we? Like, you oh. know, like after the Oscars, yeah. when life feels a bit empty, yeah, you know, it does, it's all been it about does. who's going to win, who's yeah. not going to win. Well, it's the same with the Unmissables Awards, really, it, wasn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Because our lives were dominated yeah, by that. I'm sure were. even in Grand Canaria, was it on the news? It was on every station. I couldn't yeah. get away from it. People were shouting at me down mm. the streets. Oh, yeah. yeah. New York Times you, Square yeah. certainly had a lot of, yeah. you know, anyway. yeah, posters up. If you haven't um, caught up with the Unmissables Awards listeners, there's a special podcast that we put out last week featuring the likes of Benedict. Cumberbatch and Vicky McClure and Jack Whitehall et al. et al and it's us three best friends. yeah and us three um, and it's there it will always be there on iTunes yeah, for forever. the rest of time well yeah but it will be overtaken next year by the Unmissables Awards and if you want to be in the Unmissable <laughs> Awards next year then you just try harder as I've said before <laughs> Look, looking, ahead, looking ahead to next year's event oh. um, but more importantly this week uh, in the main meet of the programme or or podcast, as I like to call it, uh, we're going to be we're going to do a film this week because we've all trooped to the cinema to see a film coming out this Friday called Suburbicon, and it's directed by the George Clooney and it stars Matt Damon and Julianne Moore, and I think it's very interesting. So we're going to do that. And <laughs> I think it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's interesting. interesting film. It's good criteria. Some films are a bit stuff. boring. Uh, this, this is not one of them. It's an interesting film. This is an interesting yeah. film. You looked at me like I was mad saying yeah. some films are boring. Is that boy, I'm going to defend Steph. It's Thank because you. if it wasn't interesting, it would be missable and we wouldn't have it on the podcast. Yeah. Mm. But you I don't want to be a pedant. I do. Let me just say, if, if we'd have all three trooped off to see this film and it had to have been boring and not interesting, we still would have reviewed it. That's, you know. Would we? Well, yeah, I think so. Anyway, we'll mm. talk about those rules oh, okay. and regulations <laughs> another time. We're also doing three television programmes. The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell, which starts on the Amazon Prime next Wednesday, mm. 29th of November. And Witnesses, A Frozen Death, which starts on BBC4 this Saturday. It's in the foreign language. Ho- Go on. Hold on. Call it what, what it's it is. Called. It's a show you've got to read. That's what it's called. It's subtitled. <laughs> Show you know, Steph can't get get to grips with subtitles. Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry, yeah. when I said that. I read a book two weeks ago, and that was I thought I thought I was done for the year. Apologies, okay. apologia, apologia. Um, and uh, Kay insisted that we review the sex robots are coming. That's oh. what it's called. It's on Channel Four next Thursday at ten o'clock. And it is. To and be I don't fair regret to Kay, it. No, to be fair to Kay, you're right. It was part of a whole season of robot flavored yeah. stuff on Channel Four. They're showing um, that uh, really good film, Ex Machina, Ooh. on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're going to talk about robots. Yeah. Well, why, why not? not? Sexy robots. But before any of that, in, uh, in the traditional format of the, of the podcast, we talk about what the hell we've just been watching um, right now, recently, in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. You've been away. I've been away, so I've watched absolutely loads. But I just need to clear something up. So, do you remember when we talked about Peaky Blinders? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I said Cillian Murphy, right? And then Killian. Killian. Yeah. 
Well, I, I gave it a look up. I also asked an Irish person, and they said, no, it is Cillian. I was like, are you sure? Do you know someone called Cillian? And they said, yes. And then I looked it up, and it is just, it's Cillian. So I'd just like to publicly <laughs> so, apologise so for calling him Cillian. So you're the Irish person as well? <laughs> well, I feel like an Irish person should know what an Irish person, how an Irish person's name is pronounced. Didn't we correct you on that? Live we during No, the we didn't. We left it open. Oh. I thought really? we said I no. I oh, you. I wasn't oh. listening. <laughs> Which like is me. why you still make the mistakes, Steph. Yes. Yeah. It's good to know, like me, you sometimes you don't listen to what Oh, no, saying. I didn't listen at no. all. Oh, I thought we immediately. I just, I just, silly. I mean, we're like, well, I certainly. It's mentally, so refreshing I just to hear head. that you guys are just zoning out while we're recording. I listen to my own opinions and then you two are just like yeah. blobs of yeah. white noise. So anyway, that's officially cleared up now. But would you like to know all the other things that I've Yes, I would, yeah. How long it's, is the list? Just it's quite long. doing an hour um, I know, it's quite long, but I'm just, some of them I'm going to go through quickly. So, one, <laughs> I'm very, 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 very happy with Motherland. I watched all of them, <sighs> all six episodes, and it was excellent. So, thank you, Boyd, for introducing that to our life. Oh, I'd just like to commend you, Motherland, for <laughs> being oh. incredibly, incredibly funny. Listen, I've commend. talked about that so much in the office yeah, that... Has. Now everyone, I think, yeah. in the Heat office has really watched it. Good. It's brilliant. It's very, very funny. Still on iPlayer if you want to get it. Um, do you remember we watched that great drama, The Boy with the Top Knot? Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, you read the book? Oh, God. One book a year. <laughs> and you made me read this television programme as well for this one. No, I watched... Produced seen... by Diedrich Santa, by the way, who oh, yeah, responded. Ah, sent Mr. me a lovely Santa. email. Yeah, yeah. I forwarded, I think, didn't I? Oh, you did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a kind email. But mm. what I'd say is with kind emails should come, you know what? Kind reviews on iTunes. Oh. Mr. No, Santa? No. Listen, Mr. Re- Santa has listen, not done it. I've listen, looked. Listen, you review fascist. I asked him <laughs> to review it, yeah. and he could not technically work out how to do it, which many people can't, to be fair. Well, do we need and to make a manual? I it's think we do. Because it all it depends on what platform you're using, if you're using it on your laptop or your iPhone. Or your, it is hard. Do you know what I mean? So it's all, you've got all to right. think of... Instructions for every single different version of iTunes. And that is why we will accept letters in the post that we will photocopy, (laughs) we will upload. Yes. Anyway, apologies for interrupting because you're about to say something else. After The Boy with the Top Knot, splendid, still on iPlayer as well. So good. But I watched a film, The Big Sick. Have you seen that film? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Two very opposing responses oh it's an enchanting true story i you would love this kate it's very much in the same vein it's basically about this uh, comedian camille nanjani i hope i'm pronouncing yeah, that correctly um and he falls in love with this girl called emily gardner and he's like a budding comedian but he's like pakistani born and his family want him to marry Pakistan. and oh it's lovely you can't get enough of this I now. honestly this, can't. Uh, this, this cross-cultural relationship. Funnily enough, I doubt very much if you watched it, this method, but it is out on DVD and Blu-ray and officially on iTunes today, yeah. No, I didn't watch it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but that is... We'll see, mm. that ties in nicely, doesn't it? I don't know how you watched it. I, don't know I just watched it. I just watched it on a television on that was available to me. <sighs> Another thing I've watched is... <laughs> things I've watched with Steph... I watched that Chris Brown documentary, Welcome to My World. Oh, dear. Oh, he's <laughs> such a twit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Twits of the highest order. Oh, goodness. He's I thought he used to fancy so him. Do you know what? He writes a lovely ditty. He writes a great <laughs> and song. And you do like a bad boy of rap. Oh, I, me yeah. and the bad boys are rap. But he's oh a bit too God. bad. Yeah. No, he's just a twerp. When he's going into explaining why he beat twerp. up, why he beat up Rihanna, you sort of go, oh, yeah, and she said, that you saw that girl. And I, and I was just like, like oh, Chris my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> he was, wasn't it? <laughs> Later, I'll do a little rap for you. Oh, he's so awful. It was awful. Mm. Anyway, okay, he's awful, surprised. but was the documentary good? Was the programme good? I think people... It's interesting because you think... You don't realise how much of a twit he is, and then you watch really? it and go, oh, God, See, you I are think even without watching that, I just think, yeah. yeah. 
twat of the highest. I'm saying the word twat of the highest order. I think my problem is now is that I have no sympathy for people that have millions and millions of dollars and are, go, are going oh it's so hard being rich and it's so hard Ooh. being famous and I've got so much anxiety so hard it's being like, a woman abuser yeah well do you know what I mean it's mm. like also it's like oh yeah I did punch her in the face and also oh, like God. yeah he's awful horrendous oh. is that on the Netflix or is that another illegal download uh, excuse me <laughs> that is on the Netflix okay, like second. all the verified Unillegal things that I watch. Is unillegal a word? It is now. It is now. Um, And I'm not going to say the other two things that I've watched because um, they both need a long explanation. And maybe I'll say it until next week. Really? Okay, I'll tell them. Right, so one of them... Why would you do that? Sorry, I had a bit of a Denzel Washington special. I watched American Gangster, which I'd never watched. Couldn't believe I never watched that. Random. Yeah, but true story about the gangster Frank Lucas. That's very K-style retro I know, that's what I thought. I felt like K. Listen, I'm starting a sub Franchise of Late to the Party. Yeah. Late to oh, the yeah, Late to the Party. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And then I also watched Antoine Fisher, another Denzel <laughs> Washington. I know, I don't know what happened. I just like went into a Denzel <laughs> Washington hole. Another He's got a new story. film coming out soon, which is in um, which is heavily tipped in Oscar season. Which so I then watch the that of. five years later. If I'll you want to do late to the I'll, viewing, I'll put that in my diary, my five year diary, because I like to plan. While that's I look it. up the name of this uh, Denzel Washington film okay. that's about to come out, Kay, what have you been well doing? <laughs> When I went to New York last week, Boyd, um, when I was on the aeroplane, I got a chance to watch some films. Now, you know me, I'm not much of a cinema goer, but I watched a film that you guys have been talking about so much and bigging up. Please bet it be Baby Driver. Oh, no. Oh. It was Baby Driver. Take me out. (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved it. You guys have been raving about it. And then you mentioned the musical word, the M word. I was like, oh, God. It's fantastic. I love it. Ansel Elgort is amazing in it. I mean, obviously, there was the horrendousness that is Kevin Spacey, which, you know, now I'm just like... I feel like if you'd watched it pre-Kevin Spacey, you would like it Exactly. So, obviously, that did, you know, mar my enjoyment a little bit, having to see his toady face on screen. But... It's really taken against him. I mean, haven't you? I I have, but I do enjoy House of Cards. (laughs) It's quite difficult. Come on, we all enjoy House of Cards. Listen, Baby Driver is amazing. Totally five stars. The music's brilliant. And it's made me want to resurrect my white iPod. So if anyone knows how to fix that, because I think it's broken, that would be great. Um, winner of Best Film of the Year in the Unmissable I know, I'm endorsing it now fully. Oh, right. no, just... I'm really getting behind I mean, that's it. Its, that's but... its main accolade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah that's yeah. what it's known for. Yeah. yeah, that's the number one trophy on um, the director's shelf, no doubt. And the other thing that I saw, which is now joining uh, Baby Drive my top films of the year, Paddington 2. I took yeah. my little niece, oh. Tilly, to see it at the weekend. And, oh my God, have you seen it, Steph? I haven't. I've been quite busy watching all these Denzel Washington films. Got it. Got it. it. She'll be catching up with it somehow. (laughs) He's got got a cameo in Paddington. Imagine the next few days. I don't know what you mean, Boyd. Okay, well, go and see it because it is really. In the cinema. I will go and see it in my living room. It's honestly. (laughs) No, watching the cinema is better than um, Paddington 1. It's so heartwarming. I haven't seen Paddington 1. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Paddington 2, the film that I outrageously predicted, according to John, our um, producer, guru, editor. uh, I was not going to get an Oscar, Boyd. I I stand with John. I thought that was outrageous too, Boyd. (laughs) It was crazy. I mean, that was a bit. I think you were having a bit of a moment. It was mad, though, wasn't it? It's going to be nominated for Myriad BAFTAs. Let me predict that now. And it oh, yeah, may yeah, well. BAFTAs, fine. Yes. Oh, yeah, God, BAFTAs. I could get a BAFTA. <laughs> oh, God, I could get a BAFTA. Well, I mean, I think if we had titles for this podcast that weren't, you know, the films and the TV <laughs> things, that oh, God, I get a BAFTA definitely be the title of this week's <laughs> podcast. But it's not the same as it's getting like an Oscar. No. It, yeah. it isn't, though. Okay, all right. <laughs> what okay. do you think is going to get an Oscar? I think it could be nominated, yeah. 
Yeah, sure, we're all going to get nominated. It doesn't mean anything. No, we're not all going to get nominated. All of a sudden, you're both going to get nominated. This is a sign of the times. This episode is going to get nominated for an Oscar. Without a doubt. Anyway, Paddington 2. Yes, yeah, it's brilliant. fantastic. Five stars. Four marks to Hugh Grant, actually. And I, I cried at the end. Oh. So it's very emotional. Did you cry when you saw it, Boyd? Uh, yeah, I think I shed a tear. Well, no, I think, I think most people cry at Paddington 2, yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyone with a heart. So, yeah. Steph. Go, no, but in a, it's an uplifting, heartwarming um, tale, so go and see it. Is Paddington 1 called just called Paddington? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just Paddington 1, Paddington 2. <laughs> Got it? Yeah. Right. And finally, in late to late to the party news, you know, oh, I like to bring yeah, it every cool. week. One word. Bosh. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Bosh. Really late. Yeah, yeah really late. listen. Titus Welliver, I literally oh. was screaming about him and you, for you weeks and weeks You mentioned Bosh like months ago. Yeah, like, she In did. the first yes, ever podcast. I did. And Titus Welliver retweeted mm. how much we love him. <gasps> did he? Yes. Oh, oh my God. I am podcast. all over the, like that, like a rash I now. I know. Like a nice rash. I listened to you months <laughs> ago because <laughs> I listened to you. And um, <laughs> so I watched it first season. Have you watched all, all three then? As I said in the podcast, I've watched all seasons. I'm completely up to date. Oh, God. I'm obsessed with him. He's so good. You know, so he's good. an artist. Is he? Yes. In the same time that you told us, because <sighs> I do listen to you, that, that guy from The Bill is an artist. Do you remember? Oh, what, Burnside? <laughs> yes, he's an artist. Anyway, Titus Welliver's an artist as well. He's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, Pogs, people on the ground listening, you have to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. He's an LA detective. Um, first season, he's trying to clear his name because he's been accused of shooting a witness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on the hunt of a serial killer, as Steph said four months ago. <laughs> right, that's all uh, I needed. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's a bit like, I really love a bad boy, conflicted, you know, Rough around the edges, detective. Like it's like Tim Roth in Tin yeah, Star, right? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, and Titus is amazing in it. And also, I enjoy the fact he's bringing back a shell phone. Bringing back a shell phone. You know the clam phones, the yeah. flip ones. Yeah. Why is he doing that? Oh yeah. Oh, he yeah, always has one always of those on that phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. And yeah. jazz, and has the most amazing apartment I've seen in a series. He's bringing back ever. jazz. Yeah. Mm. But do you know what? And do you see? You know what? I paid for that apartment in the film. Is that they made a film, film of his of the life? Thing. Yeah, I watched okay. the first series. Cool. <laughs> Boyd, <laughs> well, you should watch the rest Incredible. of it because you'll really like it. Tell us. Um, what have you been watching? Did I mention 89, the, the film about Arsenal's 1989 triumph for Anfield last week? Yeah, I, you anyway, did, so we didn't hear anymore. Did I? No, yeah, no, I feel like you would have done it. Yeah, it's yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, it's, didn't. Out, it's out on DVD, Blu-ray and uh, download, digital download this week. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest song ever made because it is about the most exciting end to a football season ever when Arsenal beat Liverpool 2-0 in 1989 and they had to win 2-0, otherwise they wouldn't have won the uh, championship that year. Anyway, it is mainly for Arsenal fans, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Is but it, tri- it is I mean, phenomenally good. You tweeted that you cried. What was so sad? Yeah, why was it so good? Because it's already happened. It, like, ha- why was it so? It's already good? happened. But it's like, it's like yeah, documentary. It's already happened. No, no, no. But like, like, I don't understand how it can be that good when it's something that you witnessed on television when it happened. What was made it so good? Because the whole story about it is, 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 is the most unlikely um, victory. So like, it's like a, f- a film where you know the team to win, the team you're rooting for, has to go away to this other team. They have to win by two clear goals, and it all happens in the last minute of the match for the whole season to be winning up to this thing so it's like it is like you couldn't have scripted a better well, I climax I feel like every season has like a football story like no, that no it like doesn't no, don't it's, poke no, the beast. it's not true anyway also and the other reason and the reason, other reason I cried is because it was the same season that Hillsborough happened oh okay well, well now you've made okay, okay, Steph look like an asshole yeah, yeah. Well, thanks uh, well you know every week I try that but <laughs> Um, and you succeed it, most weeks um, no no that's just joshing obviously but so yeah an incredibly oh, moving okay well now it is moving alright um, in, thrown into the whole narrative of the story yeah but more importantly 
um, than that because that is really mostly of interest to Arsenal fans. I have to admit. Well, yeah, but fans. no. Okay, well, hold on a minute. Can other people can enjoy it though? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible story. It is an incredible story. Okay, and it's, and it's also an insight into 1989. This was pre-internet, pre you know, pre mm. mobile phones. This was people were actually engaging with the reality of the situation mm. rather than you know doing tweeting, documenting about the game it on with media their phones. Yeah. There weren't any live matches on TV. This is before the Premier League. It's a whole. It's an there incredible. Wasn't, in 1989, no, there weren't any get, live television matches. Hardly any. You used to get the FA Cup and maybe five or six live matches per oh, year. That sounds ridiculous. I know. It was How a whole did you cope? World. It was. You had, it was really difficult. You had to follow. You had to <laughs> go really to the difficult. matches. Was it? You had to, well, it was glad you got hard. through that struggle. Time. The struggle really was real, glad. Steph. The struggle was real. The struggle is real. I'm going to quickly mention. So that's it on DVD, Blu-ray, and uh, iTunes now. And I'm going to quickly mention um, two brilliant Netflix things. The Sinner, have you all caught up with The oh, Sinner Oh, Jessica Biel thing. Yes. Oh, no, I haven't, but it looks amazing. Did she stabs someone on the beach? Yes. So oh, this is this. the, um, it's an adaptation of a hugely best-selling novel, and it's all about Jessica Biel um, is happily married to this hunky guy. She's got a new baby son, and um, everything seems fine. And then suddenly they, they go to their local beach by the local lake, mm. and suddenly, as you say, she's peeling, she's peeling like an apple or an orange. And then she looks out at this, this couple who are snogging in front of her, yeah. and they're playing an annoying 80s song, and she decides to stab him to death with her peeler. And it's all about <laughs> why has she yeah. done this? Because she doesn't know. No, but everyone's got their tipping point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, honestly, there's someone the public around who works around me. Yeah. And yeah. they crunch an apple pretty loudly. And there's been times when yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. No, she's eating the apple. She's eating the apple. She's, she's eating the, the apple. She's she's no, I'm saying someone oh, right. crunches oh, an apple loudly okay. oh, right. that oh, I've right. wanted to oh, just disturbing. cause injury. Mm, very disturbing. Um, and it's, it's, it's uh, eight parts and it's self-contained um, mystery. And it absolutely keeps you guessing all the way through. Brilliantly. Oh, I'm going to watch twists it. and turns. And it, Jessica Biel. I mean, I've never been a fan of Jessica Biel. I, have to I know. I was about to say, when was right. the last time she did anything it's like good? A, it's an incredible, like never. sudden emergence of Biel as this fantastic actor. So is this her Kidman moment? Well, the first this time. This is her Kidman moment. Thank you. Yeah, she's... Mm. She spends a lot of the thing crying because she's been accused of this thing. She doesn't understand why she did it. She doesn't know why she did it. Well, you know, you know we don't think she does. not I'm not going to spoil it. Mm. And um, she's put in prison for it, obviously, and she's going to stand trial for it. Oh. And she's got a little baby and she's got a husband. And it's she has to go through the mill and she's absolutely brilliant in it. When's, what's it on? It's on the Netflix. On the it's Netflix. out all episodes. On the Netflix. Wait, on the Netflix she does it with an apple peeler? Like a fruit peeler, yeah. Why does she just eat the apple? Like, why is she peeling it? <laughs> I mean, that's the oh, biggest... Oh, no, 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 that's not... No, I don't like the peel of an apple. You peel your apple. It Does might be an orange's peel. I can't remember which oh, item of fruit she's peeling. Come on, okay. let's always be then, factually uh, correct. Yeah, I know. I'm going to watch that because I finished Law and Order now. Watch Me. it, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I finished the Law and Order, yeah. which you can still catch. Law and Order, True Crime, The Menendez Brothers on Sky. Of course. Eight parts. I know I said five, but it is eight. It's finished now. It's but the Sinner, I think it's the Netflix kind of you know discovery that everyone's having at the moment. It's the real like because they didn't really. It's, it's not. It's one they've bought from. So in in America, it's shown on the USA Network, right. and Netflix bought it for, to show here. Um, and they wait till it all be finished so they can show it in one go. So it's all there for you to watch all eight episodes. But people are going crazy about it because it is so good. It's so compelling. I'm going to go crazy about it next So week. there's that. And I also quickly mentioned, which we should really review properly in the meat section, but I didn't realise how good it was going to be, is Godless, which oh, is this Western. Yeah, we should have um, reviewed Sorry, Michelle Dockery. Kay's yeah. looking at me with disgust. I, I know, but you know what? We should. And then I looked at it and I was like, this looks terrible. Dockery, Jack O'Connell. 
Oh, I like I like Jack. I do like Jack. Both of them fantastic. Okay. It's, it's written and directed by Scott Frank, who does a lot of stuff with Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh is exec producer. Scott Frank wrote Out of Sight. He's a brilliant, Ooh, brilliant script writer. Out of Sight, great film. It is if you like westerns, and if you don't like westerns, K, then I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, it I would be is, prepared to review it's it. It's a superb <laughs> modern western, and again, it's a self-contained. Western. Is this the place where all the women? It's just all yes. women, and so there really were these towns. In the Old West, where all the men had been killed, basically. All the, all the men go yeah. out and join gangs, and they all get slaughtered, leaving no, just the women. So, yeah, this is set in a town where it, it's pretty much just women left, and it's f- intriguing and fascinating. How is and Michelle... Michelle Dockery, oh, my God. What's her accent like? It's brilliant. Oh, is, is it? it? It's oh, so good. good. I like Because, Michelle obviously, oh, we're used has... to her being posh, super mm, posh yeah. in Downton. She, her accent is brilliant, and so is Jack O'Connell's. They're both two British people. In this like iconic Western setting. The last time it's I watched fantastic. a Western was Deadwood, which I really loved and got cancelled. I was very upset about Dead, that. You know, they're bringing it back. For, so they're bringing it back what? for a one-off film, yeah, oh, on hey, HBO. Oh, well, do yeah. you know what? Great news. Everything's brilliant now. Yeah, glorious news. <laughs> so um, let's move on. Oh, no. Oh, no? What? No, no, no. Okay, no, wants listen. to pay tribute to wanna, some of our... <laughs> oh, actually, I want to mention my person, uh, oh, who I'm, I'm watching things with, um, at Little Emsley. It's also a fan of Law and & Order, and um, I'm very sorry I told you it was five pots. I did get overexcited. It was eight. It's finished now. We both loved it. And we're going to be on um, my next thing we're going to do. We're going to do a Netflix lock-up state prisons. We'll be watching it together. <laughs> yeah? It's my little Twitter friend. All right, I just quickly want to mention, because, you know, we're trying to get... Well, I've been a bit obsessed with getting 50 reviews by Chris. Christmas. Well, we've already reached 48. Oh, so we only need two more. Yeah, no, well, no, I'm going to raise oh, it to 60, okay. obviously, well, in that kind of di- overachieving way. Because, like, I want to be like the woman on uh, Motherland. You know, when they do the fundraiser, oh, she's yes. got the thermometer and she's yeah. raising it up. We've had so many nice reviews, so I just want to quickly Thanks, thank everyone. just a few of them. We're going to do Fenwood, who says we're in our, his top three podcasts. Hold um, on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold I know. On. He only listens to three. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> right. Nitty KT, so I love the fact that she's got a bit of a craft name, Nitty, oh. um, who says she actually looks forward to running on a Tuesday so she can listen to us, oh, which, running. I mean, that oh. sounds crazy. God, yeah. Running. And lastly, uh, Steve Wilkie, who, actually, Steph, he enjoys our sharp intake of breath when we disagree. <gasps> that one was for you. That one was for you. Which is pretty <gasps> much all our. Yeah. The sharp intake of breath, yeah, that's the, the sharp intake of breath is good as opposed to the oh my god, which we were criticised for. Oh, quite do rightly, you remember in, early in on? In the Observer review. Yeah. Of oh, this no, podcast. not early on the other day, yeah. No, it was a, um, no, it was no, a long was time a, ago. Long we've time got, ago. we've moved okay. on, guys. I, mean, I think we're slightly better interrupting each other with oh my gods. But no, a sharp intake of breath is fine because that, you can hear what anyone says over sh- an intake, can't you? Yeah. So that's yeah. perfect. It's <laughs> when you're making noise. Demonstrate. Yeah. Demonstrate. I'm still talking. And I'm still talking. It's fine. Okay, fine. That sounded quite weird. So they're the, I'm ill. They're, they're Anyone three else? shout outs. No, I'm, I'm splitting it up because I don't want it to go on too long. But there are super pogs this week. So thank, oh, you, thank you for taking the time much. to review us. You get the reward of Kay's love. Kay's and love. Oh, my oh, love out. too. And your oh, love. Yeah, come on. Danton's love. Mass love. Mass love to you all. Um, now, don't run. Just sit on the sofa <laughs> and listen. Running's, who's running? Who's doing the running? Or nitty, Katie. Oh, nitty, should they it. run to the cinema this Friday? Oh, that was really Beautiful nice. Beautiful segue. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, like segue. Steve Wright, that was. Yeah, it was um, nice. To watch a big new film, Suburbicon, which is directed by George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And it stars his good friend, Matt Damon, of yeah. course, from the Oceans films. They often And the Bourne films. And the, but no, yeah, but George Clooney is not involved in the Bourne films, I mean. They're oh. together, aren't they, in the Oceans films? Oh. The great Julianne Moore, who I oh. consider to be, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good noise as oh well. Oh, God, she's so noise. wonderful, isn't she? Yeah, she plays two different twins. Mm. Which I don't film. mind, because, you know, in, um, what's it called? 
Apologia. No. Uh, when you didn't notice the twins. No. Okay. You realised <laughs> that... Did you juices. Oh, this is my yeah. first juice. question. The juice. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. What's You're his chops? anti-twin, James Franco. James Franco twice wasn't necessary. This, very necessary okay. and amazing. Did you, did, you did realise that Judy was two diff- was the same person right. playing okay. two different characters. I'm just checking, just I, checking. I don't think you need to say two different twins because I think twins is... Well done, Ooh. Steph, for pulling him Ooh. up on that. Yeah. I'm just saying. You were, you were being the snark master general yeah, and, and she I, picked yeah. you up on it. Yeah. I was waiting until you finished. Good work. So I could say that. Good work. And um, who wants to assail the, apart from the fact that Julianne Moore is playing twins, okay, in the 1950s <laughs> in a, a suburban American small town called Suburbicon, quite mm. literally, um, preteen Nicky has to deal with his mother dying and his aunt June played by Julianne Moore, moving in. And his father, Matt Damon, behaving increasingly suspiciously. It's all very strange. You don't really quite know what's going on. So you introduce these characters, the, the, the mother, the aunt, and then they get attacked. There's like a home invasion situation, which is where... In the night. In the night, which is where the mother dies. And it's quite terrifying. Mm. And then you think, oh, what's going on here? And then it all turns out to be without... It's kind of like we should stop there, shouldn't we? So yeah. we all yeah, need yeah, to stop know there. is stop there. there's no invasion. She, the, mo- the mother dies. The aunt moves yeah. in. All is not as in, it seems. All is not That's as it seems. Yeah, and it's and it's the way in which all of that is not as it seems. Yeah. Particularly through this young boy who's trying to piece together what the f is going on yeah. in his life and with his with his family, with his dad and his aunt. That is the kind of is the premise of the whole film. But at the same time, Kate's looking at me like I'm mad again. Oh my Look at that gosh. face. Every <laughs> pod is just my face. I know, it is no, just it's a, a face slight... void. Yeah, okay, it is. all right. I'm looking at you with uh, respect. Love. void. Well, Please continue. Well, Ooh. and then at the same time, running parallel to this is the fact that their neighbours, a black family has moved in next door, the only black family in this community. And to start with, you think, oh, it's not, it's fine. And the, little, the boy makes friends with the boy from the black family. You think that's, that's nice and sweet. Then it becomes increasingly clear as time goes on that this black family is being subjected to the most horrendous persecution and bigotry. Wherever they go, they go to the supermarket and, they're, and they're, they're told to leave. And in the end, they're kind of basically attacked, aren't they, by, mm-hmm. by the locals, more it's or less. Horrible. And that happens concurrently with this mystery of what's going on with this boy's um, father and the aunt. And uh, that's pretty much it. That is exactly it. Before we review it, before I ask Mm. Kay what she thinks of this film, it's interesting because this this has come out in America and it's safe to say it was a huge flop. No. Yes. So we, I know we saw it like quite a while ago. We all trooped to the screening room to see it. And we, I think, you know, we we were about to find out what we thought, but it's been a quite a big, um, quite a big failure in America in terms of box office. And it didn't get that good reviews. It got some good reviews, but let's find out what we think about it more importantly here. I'm so shocked by that because, okay, so I just think it's, was Hail Caesar wasn't a flop, was it? Um, it wasn't a flop. But I, don't, I mean, Hail Caesar was a kind of, you know, art house Coen Brothers film, wasn't it? That always, I think, is pegged to a certain expectation. Whereas this, I think they thought, you know, with Matt Damon and Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac comes up in it later on as a kind of insurance yeah, investigator. People thought, oh, with this cast, including directing, it's going to be a big mainstream film. But it definitely hasn't I, I can understand it not being mainstream, but I can't understand it being a flop because I think Coen Brothers is, a, is very much a formula and you know kind oh. of what you're going to get with their kind of humour, their, their dark humour. Yeah. Yes. dark comedy yes. and and you get exactly that and this one's really funny well we should say it's, of course this is from a script by the Coen brothers so this is from an early script this is they, they wrote the script for this but it was then adapted and changed in autumn i think bringing in the black family element was a, a new thing that happened so that's in, my this, th- in this later revision of the script so okay. one of my issues with it i mean yeah. i did enjoy this film yeah it's not a flop in my eyes but i just feel that black storyline felt a bit shoehorned in i yes. agree with you about that that it was didn't a bit strange have, 
it didn't seem cohesive yeah, for the actual story. Strange. It was just like a tack on, and I don't, I don't think. But then had I think place it was. In it. Well, what I think it was trying to say though, it was trying to talk about because that actually did happen in the fifties, didn't they? So in the fifties in America, they did. Um, Outside lots of cities, they built lots of uh, kind of prefab housing estates, didn't they, for American families? And it, it was, it is the case that they wouldn't sell them to black families, yeah, so yeah. it was actually very difficult yeah. for black oh, families to move no, to I the suburbs. No, I believe it to be true, but I just feel like if you took that element out, but it, wouldn't, what, it wouldn't take anything no, away from No, I agree. I think they were just trying to maybe, I don't know, steep it in a certain time, but it doesn't seem... It's not necessary to the mm. main No, story. well, I think that's why, I think in particularly in America, it got a lot of criticism because of that, because I think it does... It is tacked on, literally mm. tacked on to the original Coen Brothers script, so I don't think that was there. And it kind of feels like because their story could happen without it affecting anything that happens in the main story, it feels particular, almost exploitative. You're yeah. exploiting yeah, this, kind of you know, that. this kind of story of racism and this, these black characters, which are ve- very thinly drawn. You don't really yeah, get to know that's them. that's the thing. Um, and they're just being used by, you know, white liberal George Clooney. Hey, and we Matt ticked Damon. this that's, box. Yeah, right. So that's, oh. and I think that element of it has ended up being the downfall of the film, I think, even because in the end, the mainstream audience didn't go and see it in America because they mm. thought it was, feels a bit kind of um, yeah. arty and a bit um, and a bit maybe a bit smug and a bit I don't know right on and then but also the kind of liberal left people didn't see it because they they saw the criticisms of people saying oh it's a bit rubbish how this black family story is tacked on mm. so I think that's the problem with it but I I I thought that the the main body of it yeah the stuff about Matt Damon and Matt Damon plays this quite horrible try not to spoil it too much very questionable father. I mean, the way he treats his son is kind of incredible mm. as the film goes on. I thought that was very refreshing to see Matt Damon, who's obviously yeah. mostly likeable and, you know... And Julianne Moore as well. And Julianne both Moore. Both morally dubious characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're both fantastic. I love watching them both. And they're great in this. And I thought the boy was brilliant. That's what I was going to say. The, bo- the boy is yeah. the best thing, though. He is so yeah. good in this film. I thought it was very compelling. And I'm surprised that it ended up getting quite a lot of criticism. Because I think, you know, I think the, the main body of it is, is really compelling and interesting. What did Charles Gant give it? Charles Gant gave it three stars. Yeah. Mm, I, I think that's fair. Three, three and a half, I'd say. I don't know. I mean, I really liked it, but I don't. I like anything kind of Coen Brothers and a little bit kooky, so I, I liked it. But wouldn't you say, my, wouldn't you say, it's not one you need to go to the cinema to see? Wait oh for my it on DVD. God, no, you <laughs> absolutely can watch it in your living room. Yes, as you would. I mean, to, I, mean, I, I don't know, know how we got you to the screen. I mean, well, to be fair, Steph's watching films in her living room anyway. Yeah. I'm being attacked, people. I'm being attacked. I'm mean, surprised that as we were watching it in the screening room, you weren't watching <laughs> something else on your it. iPhone. I'd already seen it. I'd, I was just, yeah. I was just thought just I should playing, go for company. For yeah, fair enough. No, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm annoyed. It's, it's been such a such a flop in America, and I think I hope it does better here because I think it's worth seeing. I do when think it's, I think it's a good night out at the cinema. When is it say. out here? It's out this Friday. Oh, I don't think it's a good night out <laughs> okay. at the cinema. Oh. It's not a night out at the cinema, boys. Steph, it's I think it's a shop in take your breath. Yeah. <laughs> it's not though, is it? It's not a night out. At the cinema. No. I don't think anyone's going. Oh, let's go and watch. I don't think it is. It's a DVD at home. It's a DVD. Oh, okay. Shall we watch this? It's tonight. a DVD. Well. We've agreed to disagree. How many, clearly, you're not going to give it many stars. Kay? I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Oh, okay. oh, no, I really liked it for home. <laughs> but you wouldn't go out and see anything. I wouldn't, no, no, I wouldn't go and see it at the cinema. I don't, this is, I'd be disappointed if I'd gone to the cinema and seen this. I would too. Whereas Daddy's home too. <laughs> now I will be going to see that at the cinema. There no, you will. Three and, three and a half, I'm going to go with Kay. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with three and a half. But three and a half is enough of a recommendation for me. And I, I'm fully in favour of going to see things in the cinema rather than And Boyd's going to pay for you to go, each of you. Every single one of you. Well, I took you to see it in the cinema, and what gratitude do I get? Absolutely Free none. screening, Absolutely everyone. Free screening. None. Um, let's move on to the latest um, series from the Amazon Prime Video people. Oh. Probably the world's um, closest rival to the Netflix people. It's a streaming service. 
They have transparent, which news has oh, broke the other. No. Tra- it's terrible, isn't it? So, because of allegations of sexual impropriety, um, the main star of Transparent, which has changed the face of Jeffrey of Tambor, Jeffrey Tambor, changed the face of how we treat trans issues, and has mm. been Amazon's best show by far. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be in it anymore. He's pulled out. It's, it's shockwaves, shockwaves to the industry. I know. This is potentially their biggest, most high-profile thing since Transparent. This is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and the reason I think it's so high-profile is it's from Amy Sherman Palladino, who created Steph. Gilmore Girls. Yes. Gilmore, yeah, it's yeah, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. yeah. Be glad no, I asked you that be. question. Glad you got it right. Yeah. Um, so that, Gilmore Girls is a huge deal. That was, of course, revived by Netflix uh, last year. This year? Last year? This year? Mm, last year. Last no, year. This yeah, year. last year. No, and, not this year. Last year. N- no, last year. This year. Google and it. um, and it's a it, it's a the story of it is. Oh, I was going to let one of you just describe. Yeah. Okay, do you fancy it? Yeah. So the story is about Midge. Now is it Maisel? I was calling him Maisel. Maisel. In my head. Maisel. Is that how you say it, Boydo? Maisel. Maisel. Let's okay. call the whole thing off. Let's bagel, bagel. I, <laughs> I'm calling her Maisel. All right, so Midge Maisel's this um, Jewish lady who's got the perfect life. You know, she went to a great university in New York, married the perfect man, lives on the Upper West Side and has a beautiful family. And, like, she's the most beautiful wife. So she goes to bed with full makeup only to an hour later take it off and then wake up before her husband wakes up, you know, to put it back on. And so she's really, like, this prim and perfect 50s housewife. Um, and then... Something happens that pulls the rug from under her feet and she's left to reevaluate her life and what she's going to do with it. Um, and I don't want to say any more. I don't know. Can we say more? Did well, her husband is uh, um, oh, struggling to be a comic. He's, he's, oh, yeah, so he's a businessman who has a hobby and she, she supports him in being, yes, as Cliff said, a stand-up comic. So she, she's very, this woman is very charismatic and persuasive. So she uses her skills to give him a better comedy slot now I know you accuse me of sometimes not listening yeah. to every word you say but did you mention uh, in your, in the, when crucial you, and in the start of that did you mention it was set in the f- late 50s I said she's a 50s house oh okay but no I apologise set in the late 50s in York and I think, the, I think we can say because this so the pilot this is what Amazon does the pilot in which everything you described happens um, is has been on Amazon Prime for a while but this is the full series so that you know they, they do they have pilot season where they put four or five things on and then they decide where they're going to make and, and, and the but the trajectory of it is that she ends up becoming a, a stand-up comedian that's she oh so we can say yeah, we can okay, say because yeah. that's the whole well you couldn't you might but he is probably I'm deciding done it. Upon himself. you've bitten the bullet it is as they say it's the premise it's not a spoiler <laughs> it's the premise you know that my favourite phrase yeah um, and it really is it's all about the whole idea of it is from from um, Amy Sherman Palladino she wanted to tell the story of this the most unlikely you know how does a Jewish housewife in 50s New York end up being on one one level, she's just kind of, you know, her husband wants to be the stand-up and he wants to be the star. Then it ends up, she's the one who ends up being on the Johnny Carson show and being a nationally story? famous. It's not a true story. I think she's thinking of various examples of... Oh, um, like Joan like Rivers. Joan Rivers yeah. or even Lucille Ball, you oh, know, all of these, like, iconic mm. women who became TV legendary comic figures. Yeah, I, I'm sure maybe Joan Rivers is a lot of it. That's yeah. what I, when I was watching I think watching it's a really it, good thought, idea. Because I thought, yeah, it is fascinating. It's a great idea. It's very, mm. very original. I, I, when I was watching it, I just, I did think, is this about Joan Rivers, really? Because it just seemed like Joan Rivers, because obviously she's yeah. Jewish mother yeah. and perfect. I just, it just seemed like that. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I, I mean, I love anything that's got New York in it. I thought the whole, like, anything? all the costume. Anything? Go on, you just challenge me. Go on. What about the the remake of Godzilla Mm -hmm. with Matthew Thingy? Yeah, Matthew Thingy. Sarah J. SJP's husband. What's his name? Broderick. 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 Yeah, that famously terrible Godzilla remake set. Wonderful to me. Yeah, because it was set in New York. Yep, okay. Carry on. Anyway. 
nitpicky. Anyway, yeah, I, I thought it was filmed beautifully. I loved, and the whole way through, I was like, where do I know her from? And she's obviously, she played Rachel in House of Cards. Yes. She played the hooker in the early seasons Rachel of Rachel Brosnahan yeah, and like, plays she, our lead Miriam Mitch. No, she's great. Yeah. She's great. I thought the whole thing was wonderful. She's she is really funny. You can kind of see all the way through that she is the funny one in the um in the relationship. And I I really liked it. I'm definitely gonna watch I'm definitely gonna keep watching it. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was funny and original and I thought yeah. it was everything that I wanted the last tycoon to be, which it wasn't. Oh wow. did, has the last tycoon bombed? Is yes. It, yeah. They're not so. they're not really uh Commissioning. Commissioning it. That's good. Invest all the money in this. Mm. I think they heard our review. I well, almost certainly. They're um, now. The Amazon Prime people. And they We're thought, sorry, we there's told no you. Point. No, if there's it's no not going to get a great review on the If it's not going to get an Unmissable Award, then just stop filming. No, it's definitely not going to get an Unmissable <laughs> yeah. Award. This could be up for next year's Unmissable Award. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's refreshing. I like it. It's very empowering, isn't it? To see a funny woman yeah. take centre stage once. It's very Jewish. As a Jew, let me just say now, I am a Jew, as you may have heard. And it's interesting because, of course, Transparent, which I was mentioning before, the uh, the other greatest show on the Amazon the Prime is Jewish incredibly show. Jewish as well. It's yeah. really, I mean, it is partly about how a, a patriarch of a family becomes a, w- a woman mm-hmm. and uh, goes through that experience. But it's also there this incredibly kind of um, to well-to-do Jewish family full of neuroses mm-hmm. in California. This is a very interesting. It's full of. Jewish people with their own different kinds of neuroses in New York. And it's, it's, it felt to me like a kind of extended Woody Allen film of the classic period, yes. you know, of the, of the nice. glory days. It might be like radio days. Have you seen radio days? About no. his childhood. Mm. And Bullets Over Broadway. But they're both Bullets set in earlier Broadway. than this. They're not right. they're so early in the 50s. But it's definitely got... And it's got the look of it. It's very sumptuous, isn't it? Maybe and that's what your um, book can be about. You know, we're talking about you writing a book. Maybe Jews. it could be about, yeah, Jewish people in yeah. journalism. Maybe you could do something like Jewish that. Jewish people in journalism? I don't know. You know, we're talking about, you know, that Satnam... Jews in journalism. Yeah. Just field. saying. Maybe that's yeah. what it could be. Oh, like, oh, like, like the boy with the top yes, knot. Yes. Yeah. The boy with the couple. You need a, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. need a unique angle. I'm giving it to you. Uh, that's thanks. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, my next bit. I'll take you up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Her Jewish mum in this is hilarious. Yes, like there's brilliant. a moment where she finds out, you know, when things just go tits up with her husband and the mum's reaction is so hysterical. Marine Hinkle oh. from Two and a Half Men. And her dad is played by the great Tony Shalhoub. Oh, Monk. Of Monk. Yeah. Oh, that man does not age. He's great, isn't he? Honestly, the Shalhoub. He's been Shalhoub. the same age for like 25 years. He has. The Monk Meister. Oh, it's great. Um, I think we all liked uh, the Amazon Prime videos, the marvellous Mrs. Maisel Maisel. Maisel. I think it's Maisel. Maisel, Maisel. Um, how many stars are you giving it? Steph. Four. <laughs> wow. Okay. Four and a half. Ooh. Yeah. This, yeah. I found this very four funny. Four and a half for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out on, well, the, the pilot you can watch now and the whole of the series drops on no, this. No, no, no. It's a plonk. Arrives. No plonk. Oh, it's a plonk. Yeah, you're right. yeah, plonks. When you're away, yeah, right? We decided now, listen. Plonk. Yeah, John's shaking his head as if he doesn't know what I'm talking about. We agreed that the new drop was the plonk. Yeah. Because kinda... Netflix are discouraging me from saying drop I know, now. and it's the ar- yeah, it's arrived. But we've, we've, no, we've, Steph, we've, we've renamed it. Come plonked. on, get yeah. on board. Yeah, but I wasn't here for that discussion. Oh, so because you weren't here, it didn't happen. No, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the Marvellous Mrs. Mizell plonks yes, on Amazon please. Prime and next Wednesday, the 29th of November. Please do... I. Th- I think we should say Kaplonks. Oh. Much like the yeah. much loved game, Kaplonk. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I thought it was about time that we assailed one of the Saturday night BBC4 subtitled dramas mm-hmm. because they're very, very popular. People think, my mum loves them. 
for example. Aww. Oh, yeah. She loves a Saturday night subtitled drama on BBC4. And um, so, and there's a new one starting this Saturday. It's called Witnesses of Frozen Death. It's interesting for a number of reasons. One, it's the second series of Witnesses featuring the main female detective who's in it, called uh, played by Marie Dopnier from She's The Tunnel. Lovely. Right? But it was originally on on more four on um, that Water Presents thing on Channel Four. You know Was their subtitle oh, yeah. thing that you probably love because you love nothing better than watching oh, subtitles. I love something when yeah. it's on a special oh, channel to make it look so pretentious. BBC right? Four is so enamoured with it. They've nabbed it. They've nabbed this second series for their own. Oh, I love a swoop. Yeah, they went swooped. in. It's a oh, swoop. It's like Bake Off all over again. Yeah, it's a total swoop. And it's got a very interesting premise. I think they're showing it. They're trailing it a lot, aren't they? Who, do, you want, do you want to explain the premise, Steph? How do you feel about that? I'll explain it. I feel good about it. Okay, good. so once again, just remember, everyone, this is a TV show that you have to read. So just be prepared to get those two things in line. So basically, it starts with a bus that's broken down. And this lovely detective goes to this bus and she discovers... 15, is it 15? Yeah. Yeah, 15 men on it, all trussed up to the nines, but frozen and dead. Okay. Who's murdered these people? We don't know. But three of them are connected by one woman, Catherine Keema. Yeah. Yeah. Not Catherine Keena, no, the I famous Indian-American actress. Who I love. Yeah, she's virgin. great. Oh, she yeah. This is, is Catherine Keema with an M. Now, all of these men have the same thing in common that they've been missing for three years. And also, Catherine Keema has been missing for three years. So later on, you find Catherine Keema awakes in a car. She doesn't know what's happened to her. She has no recollection. So they think that she might have killed them, but she doesn't know. But it does emerge. And again, I think this happens early on. So I'm going to put it down to premise yep. that she has, in the last six months, had a baby. Right, So she's got a husband that's been looking for her for three years and two kids, and God knows what happens, yeah. but that lovely French woman's going to find out. Be sure of that. <laughs> yeah, Sandra Winkler, lieutenant. What a fantastic surname, Sandra Winkler. Winkler, played by Dompnier. Yeah. And um, Catherine Keema is played by um, Audrey Fleurot of Spiral fame. Spiral's another big um, French drama that they show on BBC4 nice. back in the day. So apart from the fact that you have to read it, or as mm-hmm. everyone else says, subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you resented the fact that I forced you to have to read things. I'm going to surprise you now. Go on. Because I absolutely ruddy bloody uh, love this. I thought you would. <laughs> thought it was fantastic. Because it's a great premise, isn't it? It's such a good premise. I I know I said the thing about reading stuff, but I really loved um, The Return. Do you remember that French yeah. show? I really, really loved that. And I was very sad that that didn't... That, well, it did... It came to a good conclusion, but I really enjoyed that. And I just, I think this has got the same kind of feel, the same kind of mystery. She's really watchable, this main detective, isn't yeah. she? She's, she's beautiful. Really and yeah. I like it when they have, so she's got an ex-husband and she's got two kids. And I like it when they have a little she's bit a of domestic drama. She's a strong, independent drama. lady, though, isn't she? Yeah. And also, all the houses that they go and visit are really nice in it as well. It's a lovely bit of French landscape, oh, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. yeah, his house is nice, isn't it? The husband of the missing, yeah. the woman who went missing. He's got, I thought, yeah, he's a nice, nice gaff. Mm. It's really, really nice. A lot of glass. glass, Anyway, that's beside the point. Mm. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It is a bit like Grand Designs. Um, Yeah, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I'm definitely going to watch all the rest of them. I really want to know what happened. And it really, it, it held my attention the whole way through. And I also did not find it too difficult to read and watch at the same time which sometimes does happen the only thing is with these things is you cannot like go and make a cup of tea at the same time because you have to read but the I think whole that's, thing. That's unless what... you speak French like John Oh yeah. Um well, you can pause it, can't you? If you got if you got um, like if you watch it on Sky or you know one of the modern things you can pause live TV, can't you? And then no, make I it. No, but I like to do things at the same time. No, like, but that's what's good reading. about foreign dramas is that you have to concentrate. You can't that is true. you can't tweet, you can't do you have to give it your full concentration. That's where actually it's brilliant. Yeah, like the old days when you had to you could yeah. just like sit there tweeting and using Yeah, let's get back to, to the basics. Pay viewing. attention. Mm. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I'm a yeah. purist. You liked it as well. 
I enjoyed it. Oh. oh. Shop so, and take. Oh, Shop and take. all over again. Kay has <laughs> issues. No, French reviews. Like that issue. song, that issue yeah. song they did on X Factor <laughs> the weekend. No, no, I did enjoy it. And I, it is an interesting premise. Oh, not interesting it was enough. Just, it was just a bit slow for me. <gasps> I felt, slow. Yeah, I didn't think it was pacey enough. Relic it was a bit plodding. This is too yeah. slow. God. When Look, are we going to find the right pace for you? Well, I tell you what, <laughs> my Spanish drama, that's oh, when you find God, the right no. pace. Oh, that really? Was, yeah, it was much So you more don't think this is as good as that Spanish drama, which is on no. BBC4 on Saturday night? No, I know who you are, which is also on BBC4. But you I speak player. Spanish, so that's different. But it doesn't increase the pace of the, the well, plotting yeah, because of you the don't drama. have to read it. <laughs> no, but I mean, again, it doesn't like change the pace, does it? I think it does. Well, I think Kay's right there. But interesting because it's got because there's that's the drama about um, people losing their memory, isn't it? Yeah, amnesia. Thank you. Oh my god, you've got it. Uh, (laughs) I can't remember the phrase, but not being able to remember. Yeah, although I've been away to New York, I'm getting worried. Oh, oh, don't look. It's fine. Steph came back only today. I feel you've been back. In our world, in my life, for like oh, much never longer. Never left you, Boyd. I'm always in Steph, your heart. So I can't, I I can't you know, can only cope with one holidaying issue at any given time. But, but yeah. yeah, it's got. The, so there's amnesia story. That was all about amnesia. And this yeah. is kind of because she's got. She's she seems to have the woman who's linked to the fifteen dead yeah, men. Yeah, there's a lot of seems to have amnesia. Parallels. Yes. I think she's fibbing. But you think that amnesia is better than this amnesia? Yes. Mm. Because your amnesia, okay? Yeah, and I've picked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, saying that it is good. I just I don't know if. I want to know what's happened. I think I'm going to find out from Steph. Okay, I'll from tell Steph. you. Mm. What do you mean? People find out stuff from me. <laughs> yeah, I know, fine. but I think, you know, there's seven more hours of this storytelling. I'm, I'm think glad you can. I'm going to write her an email. I'm going to write her an email with I all the pertinent points. I, I think, think it's a betrayal of the creators. Why did you think it was too witnesses. slow? What did you want to I think to have because they've got the, the luxury maybe of eight more. They've got, it's eight episodes, isn't it? So they've got this time to like, to let it slowly unfurl. Yeah, Lord knows what they're going to do in the other seven. I have to. Well, the bodies will defrost. They know, but it feels like a five episode mystery, you know? I can't believe this you're both I think you need to uh, sl- I think I like slow t- slower television I like the yeah, kind slow of burn. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like a slow burn. No, I, I think really I think um, I, I I have to warn you that the western that I advise you to watch is is quite a glacial. slow pace as well. I quite don't think either of us semi glacial. I, I don't think we are. A glacial Western. some of our more open-minded <laughs> listeners who don't need everything to move at MTV pace oh, MTV. like you kids. Oh, my God, such oh. a modern reference. I know. <laughs> you jazzy kids. <laughs> yeah. MTV pace. You like everything has to be snappy pop video. <laughs> Snapchat. Like, you know, like something done by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Abba. Um, I yeah I didn't I didn't notice the pace being slow at all I have to say I, I thought every either. scene I thought it reminded me it did remind me of going back to the days of Prime Suspect a bit because it's mm. about you know the, her and her you see her life I, th- I agree with you the life with the, the daughter is it a yeah, daughter? She yeah. daughter well she's got two daughters two daughters thank you and the ex and the ex husband I thought handsome. was interesting and how she and she she she's got to juggle speaking to them on yeah, the phone I, with trying to find out how these fifteen man, men are dead she's got that relationship with like her other colleague yeah. and I like all of that. Kind of mm. yeah. I didn't think I, it was slow I, at all. I didn't think it was slow at all. Yeah, I thought it was um, very interesting. I thought every maybe scene... I'm slow. <laughs> maybe you're slow. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I wouldn't say anything that insulting. No, I was, never, I, was never, I was never suggesting that seriously, Boyd. Um, did you resent it because you had to watch it and then you really wanted to get to the sex spots, didn't you? <sighs> yeah, I can oh, tell. You oh, you caught hands up, guys. We've unearthed the truth. If she didn't have to get to the sex spots, she would have been happy with the slow yeah. glacial there was It was very fast-paced, the sex spots, but for different reasons. Witnesses, colon, a frozen death. And if I knew any French whatsoever, I would tell you what it was in French, but I don't. Um, um, oh, if only we had somebody who spoke French here. 
witnesses a frozen death. You want me to translate? Yes, yeah, go on, do, John. John, our esteemed guru, refuses to, do it. Guru French, John? Refuses to uh, on the spot, um, translate <laughs> witnesses. Anyway, it starts on BBC Four this Saturday in, in the traditional style with a double bill. The double bill is every week. Mm. And how many stars are you giving it? Kate? Three and a half stars. Three and a half? Yeah. <laughs> That's balmy. I'm going to watch the second episode. Maybe I need to watch a double bill. Listen, Steph has got her hands um, placed either side of her uh, body in in a look of frank disdain, I would say. I always have you down for someone who likes the subtitles. I do. It was between three and a half and four. I'm surprised. (laughs) I'm surprised you mark it so low. Mm. Steph, but let's not judge each other. You know, we're judging this programme. Steph, how many stars? Four and a half. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm going to go four and a half. I think it's really good. Really, really good. And I've watched the second episode and it's, 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 it cracks on. It cracks on at a pace. Kay's on the turn. She's on the turn. All right, I'm giving it four. Oh, no, 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 I am giving it four. Oh. Look, you can see it written there. 3.5 to four. I'm going on the four. Oh, in Kay's notes, let me just confirm. Kay's official the notes. The adjudicator. She's right. It says 3.5 hyphen four. Yes. Next two witnesses a frozen death. So oh, we always she's take keeping it one. real. She is keeping it real. She hasn't been persuaded by us. No, Bullies. never. No. <laughs> Finally, in the meet, we get to um, Channel Four, one of Channel 4's many programmes, as I said earlier, about robots this next week. So they're showing Ex Machina, which is a really good film, if you haven't yeah, seen it, it on Saturday night yeah. on Channel 4. With um, Alicia Vikander. Alicia Vikander, right. And um, there's loads of things about, you know, how they're making robots, how robots are going to take over our lives and they're going to... Cars made of robots. Robots will be that. doing this podcast. Robots will be doing this podcast. It'll be better. But, of course, the most intriguing title of all of the robot season is the sex robots are coming Kay what excuse me the sex bots well sex bots are coming you say that but I actually think the titling they've changed this title a lot so when I when we first seized upon this program because we get I get sent the first version of the schedule Mm -hmm. and it said sex bots are here I think was the title then it went to sex bots are coming and I think it's now officially sex robots yeah because I think they thought people didn't know what sex bot was who yeah. doesn't know what a sex bot is? Who hasn't? Right. We haven't well, lived. Clearly, you do. You're obsessed <laughs> with them. Did this? What does this program explain? What the hell sex bots are? Okay, so let's just explain. So should we explain that Kay yes. and I have watched this, and you can ask us questions about it, uh, Boyd? Because... What are you uh, exposing the fact that I haven't watched it? Yes, well, how I are you going to talk it. about it if you haven't watched it's it? Always be transparent. I was going to draw a veil. I was going to gloss over the fact no, that we I haven't watched it. No, we want to expose it. that you've done your homework. This is not something you can make up that you've watched. It just I wasn't going to make it. I was just going to not. This is not me and Doctor Foster series one. Let's say what it's about. One okay. of you, please tell okay. me what it's about. It. Okay, so everyone knows that like dolls exist in life, right? <laughs> uh, everyone so, knows do you know dolls exist in life. Such a true statement, Kate. Okay? <laughs> Let's true always statement. be factually correct. Yeah. Well, sex dolls, I meant, right? Everyone knows they yeah. exist. But now to have this advanced stage, which is basically sex dolls with AI, so they're all thinking, all talking. Um, and this kind of examines it because actually in 2016, this is a fact for you. Oh, God. It was a $2 billion industry. Aren't you impressed by that? That's a good fact. That is what, a good so, fact. what you mean, creating sex robots is a two billion dollar industry? N- no, buying them. Yeah, the industry was worth. Oh right, right, yeah, right, right yeah. okay. Um, and there's a Californian real doll cul- company, and they say that actually eighty percent of people want to get female dolls. And this examines it and the developments they have with making sex dolls, all thinking, all talking, and what how what goes into that, but and the people that use them, yeah, and what things they'll be able to do, yeah, primarily for doing the deed. Though. No, but also keeping people company. Oh, they're just and saying talking. that. There's a keeping guy on there. Oh, it's the old keeping people yeah, company exactly. theory. Oh, yeah, I just it's like to dress just, her. It's mm, just yeah, right. Not. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's true. Sex. There's a guy on this. Okay, Boyd. Right. Yeah. So 
Listen to this. Is that you talking, You'll be are you, shocked. Are you talking about James? James 58. Right. Okay. He's got three dolls okay. worth $2,000 each. Now, listen to about James, right? James is married. Right. Lovely wife. Okay. Well, she's not lovely, but she's... <laughs> she is lovely. Oh, okay. Why is she not... Don't... Come on, let's not All be right, judgy no, no, about no, no, this. No, no, She's a All lovely right. person. She's a lovely wife. She's got a really nice personality. Right? <gasps> no, I'm just saying. Ooh. Hold on. Right? <laughs> She went to go and look after her sick father. She was gone for like a month. In that time. Are you time, judging her for that? No, no, no. Hold on. In that time, this twerp has gone and bought three dolls. So when she came back to her house, she had to live. She was sitting there and there's these three women on the sofa dressed up and they are made of rubber and plastic. And she was like, I just, <laughs> I I just, just had say, to adapt. Can I just say that's your second twerp of the, of the podcast? Is it? Yeah. Second I'm bringing it back. I'm yeah, bringing it bringing back. back. Okay. But can I and just go they, back to your why point? Three? Why three? Why is one enough? What's he doing with what, three? Why well, has he, he has got, got a favourite called April. <laughs> okay. So his favourite is called April. Now, the thing that... I think John... James, rather. Not John. <laughs> our producer John doesn't have a sex doll that we know of. Um, James, the 58-year-old, has um, these dolls. And what's interesting about this is, as you say, he's got a wife. So I always imagine people with dolls, sex dolls, are lonely are lonely people who are looking for company and but he's got a loving wife who just went away for four weeks four and weeks. in this time he's moved in these dolls and when they they're asked where do these dolls li like sleep in the bed with them yeah. now this poor woman i feel really sorry for the wife because she's sitting there and, and they are they're asked something like um you know describe april and he's like She's my perfect dream girl. While his wife is what sitting she there. Well, she what does April say? April she, can't talk. She, his poor wife hasn't got any teeth either. <laughs> I know, she's like a toothless, poor toothless she lady. She can talk though. I thought for a minute, no, she April was actually mute. But, no, oh. boys can oh, clean April's so doll cruel. as well. No, I know, but, but I want to know wife. what the wife's wife sitting there. She just said she just had to get used to it. Dolls in the bed. Yeah, she's she like, doing? I just had to get used to it. She's just the most understanding woman ever. Yeah, because he, he he's asked, choose between you know your wife basically and the doll, and he's like, oh, that's a tough one. I still don't get why he's got three. Because well, he's having an greedy. orgy with them. Greedy, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> sex doll, sex robot orgy. So uh, well, mm. yeah, right. he yeah, probably yeah, is. Probably. Let's, Let's not honest. get too into it. But, but he takes her out. He take he takes like dolls out and like and then he like positions this doll this doll so it gives him a cuddle and you're like you're a lunatic. So they, just, also just to make clear because there was a famous <laughs> Channel Four documentary about people with these like life size yeah lunatics things right yeah um and then which was in Thirty Rock Thirty Rock did a did a little yeah. side plot about it which is very funny um but these are robotic versions of that those those right. dolls were no, like no no oh. so his aunt oh. so but he got to test out this one oh, called harmony which is I a robotic see. doll so what it, this program so is about using is, him as the perfect yeah because um, he loves his dolls so much test but what it's about it's about the fact that basically there's all these sex dolls everybody's got these sex dolls because they're all crazy and then it's saying the next thing is that they're going to be able to be like oh I love you so much oh they're you're so with different great. temperaments Ooh. different Ooh. even like the different Have like told nipples you how good you make me feel all of the preferences kind of are going to be catered for. Different nipples. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, honestly, can I? So lifelike. Some things, some takeaways yeah, from this nipples. that you need to know, Boyd. Right, the robotic head when they show it in development looks like a skin startled monkey. It right? does, look like skin, and it is yeah, the stuff of nightmares. It really I don't know is. why people would buy it's into like, this. Why would you put a bit of your anatomy in a robot? It's like you wouldn't put your winky in a microwave, <laughs> would you? Why would you put it in a in a robot? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. And the most ter the most distressing thing that I've seen, right, is the moment that the woman who's developing this sex robot pulls out a vaginal <gasps> insert, right, oh. which is so, like, honestly traumatizing. 
I've seen Kim, Car- um, Chloe Kardashian, no, Courtney Kardashian, one of the Kardashians, mm. give birth, pulling a baby out of her, and that was more. And this is more traumatizing, seeing the vaginal insert being pulled out. Honestly, it looked like a giraffe's tongue. It oh was absolutely God. vile. It was as long as a giraffe's tongue. It was. <laughs> this program, it's like one of those things that you can't stop watching because it's so crazy, but you actually can't believe that people do buy these things. And I'm not just saying that because I'm very close-minded, because I understand that people do oh, yeah. weird shit. Oh, yeah. But oh my god, it is mad. And there's like he puts. Makeup on them and stuff like. But the thing is, what's so shocking is like he's got a wife. I mean, she hasn't got any teeth, but she's there. She's and actually, the there's house. another case Let's study guy. Let's not be prejudiced against the yeah. toothless. No, I'm just saying she's mm. like she's a nice woman. But there is another case study of a guy who takes a month out of his year, goes and lives in France with his doll, not robotic oh, doll. Oh, this is crazy. And, and a lot of non-robotic dolls for a documentary is supposedly about robots. No, but it's about the fact that these uh, these no, robots the, are coming. These yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They they're they're not on the market. Yet. There's a race okay. to be the first on oh, the market. Coming. Oh, coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Japanese company are going to win because we saw their advert. Oh, okay. So these are quite a lot about the robots. But back to this guy in France. <laughs> yes. The reason he gives for it, because he also has a wife, is that it stops him from like straying. So it's like it's very interesting that a lot mm. of these case studies are people who are in re- like seemingly fully mm. functioning relationships. <laughs> it, yeah. 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 Have either of you seen Sleeper, the Woody Allen film? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's a bit like that. Yeah, she's she watch it. It's very funny. Um, These men are idiots. Because Gemma Chan, do you see the, you know, when Humans was oh, yeah. start series two, Gemma Chan did a documentary where they tried to create a robot in her image, like a, a, an identical robot. Because she looks face. quite robotic in the, in the like, no, oh, not in that. She that, plays that, yeah, she no, plays No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's got very beautiful skin and yeah, she's yeah, got, like, yeah. that's what I'm yeah, saying. She not, like, skin, she's yeah. got perfect teeth and yes. she's gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Let's just be clear. I love yeah. her. But funnily enough, I was in that, supposed to be in that documentary, and I went to see them. I went to meet this robotic head of Gemma Chan they created. I was supposed to be in it. And they cut me out of the documentary. Why? I know. Why would they cut you out? Did you say something silly? They just didn't. They also sent us. <laughs> they just didn't need me. They also the sent us a robot. Do you remember? Oh yeah, in the box. Yes, they did. Yeah, it oh. wasn't a sex robot. It was empty, though, wasn't it? The box. I, I think just think the, the whole concept of sex robots and having sex with life—it's just weird. Do you think? It is. But Do I think they have this is any women? Are there any women? That's the thing. Yes. That's ah, what was ah, wrong with it. Who okay. want ro- male no. robots? But they don't feature them. They don't feature them. So it's just these like two men, and you. That's weird. Why don't they feature that? I don't know if they exist. Yeah, because I bet they do. Really? Yeah. You think? I don't know. You think there are women out there who want? Male sex robots. I don't think it's not. Why, why, why is this? Is that inconceivable? No, it's not inconceivable. I just think women are better in general. The expression. I wish, I, I, wish I could take a picture of the expression on John's face right now. By the way, and I don't know. Well, it's, it's just a much bigger industry for men. Like Kay said, it's oh, like eighty percent. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's not. But twenty percent. There's twenty percent women after. You're right. Sex. They weren't represented in this. However, the w- there was um, the representation of the campaign against these sex bots f- because it says that it encourages misogyny against women. Oh. And also, all of these sex bots are like. They're all like they look like porn stars. They look like they've all got like perfect oh, bodies course. and gigantic yeah. boobs mm, and yeah. you know. Right. It'd be weird to have an imperfect sex robot. Wouldn't I know it? they should about be more say realistic. That, yeah. They should be more realistic. Oh, okay. So it's like just be realist- have realistic. Have one that looks like Steph. Yeah, have one that looks like me. <laughs> this is realistic. straying into very uncomfortable territory. <laughs> but it's like this. So with this robotic doll, the one that you should see at the end, she all she does is say really nice things to this guy. It's like you make me feel so good. I love your new shirt. You look so amazing. I mean, it's just not real life. Yeah, that's but if why, it's gonna, that's the appeal, yeah. isn't it? You don't yeah, want one that's going to say, "Take life, the rubbish out, you lazy bastard." Yeah. yeah, do you know what? Just man up and deal with it. That's what I think should happen. I just okay. can't be. Well, can't wasn't it a fascinating this. documentary to watch? <laughs> yeah, it was. It's <laughs> a wrap up from Gay. It was the most subtle <laughs> wrap up from Gay I've ever heard. It was. How great. many stars are you two going to give it, Kay? 
Um, I'm giving it three and a half stars because I thought it was interesting. However, the vaginal insert <laughs> image will always, <laughs> like, will is burnt into my retinas. I think it's a very enjoyable watch and it's a talking point. So I think you should watch it, um, but not with any young children around. But I think it's on very late. What God, no, on? anything that's called it's 10 o'clock. It's on, um, it's on Channel 4 next Thursday at 10 o'clock. The vaginal inserts are coming. Sorry, the sex spots <laughs> are coming. Yeah, <laughs> how many stars would you say? How many stars? <sighs> No, we didn't. Mm, three. Okay. But only watch it. Only watch it if you've done all your box set binges and everything else is done. <laughs> if you watch your eight-hour western and no. your eight-hour French crime drama. Yeah. Finally, it is question, question time. time. Um, we had lots of options this week. We've gone for much to Kay's joy, and reflecting the sex robots and the whole robot season. To be fair, on Channel Four, with asking which is your favourite. Film or television robot of all time, Stephanie Seelan. I, I turn to you because Kay doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have. I would always say that Johnny Five Ooh. from Short Circuit is my favourite, but <laughs> mostly because there's a character in there called Stephanie, and when I was oh. younger, I was so excited that he had this woman that he said, Stephanie, in it. And I love that because I'm an egotist. That's a very specific reason. But also, can I just say, I'm going to have another one as well because I love um, Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah, that's a great film. Underrated. So um, underrated. But there's a new one coming out. Is that? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. Yeah. Big Hero 7 or Big Hero 6 2? I think he's Big big Hero 6, but I can't. Another Big Hero 6? Another Big Hero 6. Lots of options. Yeah. Uh, while you look that up, Kay, I'm sorry to because well, let's face it, let's be honest. You, you not, nothing came to mind quickly. So, what have you chosen for your favourite film? Wanted or TV to say, robot? Hold on, she wanted to say Alf, and then oh, you what? pointed I out. I am that saying Alf. Oh, She's okay. saying Alf. I'm saying Alf. Basically, we had this discussion beforehand of what the questions would be, and I'm saying, okay, guys, but I just want you to. I've never watched a film. I don't watch films with robots, and it's not my bag. So we can do it, but I'm going to say Alf, and they were like, you can't say Alf. And uh, anyway, I wanted to do stand-up comedians, but my answer is still Alf. So Alf was, I believe, an alien, yes. a kind of little puppet alien mm-hmm. thing in in that. In Which the, I'd love to see yeah, in robotic form. Yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I like to snout particularly. I say fair enough. I mean, it's not a robot in any way. But it's not a robot. No other robots. No. Okay. Um, what was go- yours? I'm going for. Oh God, is it a robot in Doctor Who? Oh my God, is it a robot in Sherlock? What is it? A robot in Sherlock. <laughs> I just always, th- like, you know, they all go to. There were dummies in Sherlock. There was, you know, there was an episode of Sherlock. Um, now you've mentioned so, it so well easy to get with a bit of a similar thing going on to <laughs> the 15 dead men in the bus I did think I meant to say this right, right at the beginning of that review when we reviewed that say I feel now. Sherlockian because there's a whole scene in the plane where there are loads of kind of dummies and it was it reminded me of Sherlock I thought it was a Sherlock style premise right. very Sherlock Holmes I think is you know this kind of incredibly enticing mystery premise it's a very Arthur Conan Doyle type mm. plot anyway my favourite robot on screen is in one of my favourite films AI, artificial intelligence, directed by Steven Spielberg from an original idea by the late, great Stanley Kubrick. And it starred um, Hayley Joel Osment. When he was cute. When he was cute, as Dev's yeah. heart harsh. Before his Gosh, face. I'm, I'm you're not on agreeing, I'm not agreeing with your, no, yeah, just, your oh, visually, visual fascism. Yeah, you Body is, fascism. It, hold on. He is, Toothless. Whenever they do like faces. a whatever happened to these child stars, he's... Big round face is always oh. in it. It Ooh. is though. Like I'm not saying. No, it is. Listeners, if you have any Listen. complaints, please direct them to at. Just come back from Grand Canaria a bit. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. He's 
child face is on the on the head of an well, adult now. Is anyway, what I'm saying it didn't expand when, out. Oh God, this is a whole dark alley that we've gone down. <laughs> when our AI artificial intelligence, he stars as a as a, the ultimate little childlike android, and he is so brilliant in that film. If you think he's good in The Sixth Sense, you should which see AI artificial, which is a masterpiece. And um, I, I mean, you don't, I would say watch it, but you you find it annoying. I'm not going to watch um, it. But it is absolute genius. Um, Steven, one of Steven Spielberg's greatest achievements. Jude Law, incredible, as another robot. Francis O'Connor as the mother of, and it's kind of like the Pinocchio story retold about him. Instead of the perk of being a toy, he's a, he's the robot, and it's got the most incredible ending. And Kay's looking, <laughs> looking at another Kay look. <laughs> Again, it is just her face. It's just her face. She's smiling this time. At right. me. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. called Baymax Returns, by the way. This um, Big Hero Six thing that's coming back. Baymax Returns. Baymax. He's called Baymax, isn't oh, he? I think they may want to rethink that title. Why? It's like Batman Returns. That's why yeah. they've done it. Okay, maybe. I'll, I'll tell them to rethink. I'll anyway, I, I apologise for making two references to Kay's face. Um, and yeah. um, apologies for the rudeness of you for your I do not apologize. for judging Hayley Joel Osment. You're very unkind about that woman. But I do no, not stand by that. No, said she was nice. Okay, fine. Toothless people are nice. <laughs> Toothless people. Listen, while are you two nice. are like just it's being mad, thing. can I just say, give another opportunity to all anyone listening, if you want to get in touch with us, at Steph Sealan, at Boyd Hilton, at Kay Ribeiro, and I've raised the new um, thermometer to 60 reviews by Christmas, okay. guys. So if you want to get in touch on iTunes and leave a review, that'd be great. And if you don't know how to do it, just get in touch. I'm going to put together a dossier okay. for any kind of okay. device can, you may be using. Can you email Diederik Santa and let him know how yes. to do it? Yes, Santa. Yeah. I expect an in, a message in your inbox. Thank you very much. Um, I think that concludes the programme, the podcast for today. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And we'll be back next week. Thanks, bye.